Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Monday, October 5th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with uh, basically one huge headline this morning and then a bunch of Netflix news. Isn't that every day? Brought to you today by the New York City Brewers Guild and their virtual Blocktoberfest. You can go to nycbrewed.com for more details. Or I'll just uh, tell you myself in a few minutes. Over in the trailer house, if you want to get in the Christmas spirit on October 5th. But hey, it's 2020, so why not? Netflix gave us a look at their movie Jingle Jangle. That one stars Forrest Whitaker and Keegan-Michael Key and hits Netflix on November 13th. Then Hulu released a trailer for their 1980s horror film Bad Hair. That one's from Dear White People creator Justin Simeon. It stars Ella Lorraine, Jay Farrow, Lena Waithe, and Kelly Rowland but also has a lot of fun supporting roles, including Vanessa Williams, Blair Underwood, Laverne Cox, Usher, and James Vanderbeek, The Beak. That one hits Hulu on October 23rd. But if nostalgia is more your thing, Katie Cork brought together the cast of Mean Girls over the weekend on her Instagram account. And yes, including the Lohan. As always, the link to that and the movie trailers are in the episode notes for anyone inclined. And now over to Hollywood. where the country's second-largest movie chain, Regal, is officially shutting down again. Regal's parent company, Cineworld, is closing their 536 U.S. Regal Theater locations and their 127 locations in the U.K. This just three days after MGM said peace out 2020 for their James Bond movie No Time to Die, moving it from Thanksgiving weekend to Easter weekend in April, which is basically one full year after its original release date. But considering that the number one movie at the box office this weekend took in $2.7 million, it's not really a surprising move. That number one movie would of course still be Tenet, which now stands at $307 million worldwide, and will probably top out at just around the $50 million mark here in the US. Also, as a result of the Bond movie going to April, Universal is moving Fast and Furious 9 from April to Memorial Day weekend next year. Universal just happens to be the distributor on the Bond movie internationally, so having two April blockbusters in competition probably was not the best idea. Also, Regina King's One Night in Miami will get a limited release in, well, whatever theaters are still open on Christmas, before getting a January 15th premiere on Amazon Prime. But looking ahead, it's pretty easy to see why Regal is throwing in the towel and putting their 45,000 employees back on the virtual unemployment line. After the Liam Neeson action movie Honest Thief next weekend, there are now only three studio movies on the slate from now until December. The Vince Vaughn horror comedy Freaky on November 13th, Disney Pixar's Soul on November 20th, and The Croods 2 on Thanksgiving weekend. Though we'll see if that all changes now with Regal theaters closed, especially that Pixar movie Soul because Freaky and Crudes 2 are both from Universal, so they'll be able to go the $20 home streaming rental route just 17 days after they hit theaters thanks to their AMC theaters deal. And remember, AMC still gets a cut of that PVOD revenue, so they still have at least a small incentive to stay open. Although to note, ratings agency S&P Global put out a report this weekend that AMC theaters will run out of cash by March. As for Regal Theatre's parents Cineworld, their stock was down 35-40% to this morning on the London Stock Exchange. Warner Brothers also had some movie news, announcing that their Robert Zemeckis movie, The Witches, is now going to hit HBO Max on October 22nd, instead of its previous theatrical intentions, according to the trades. The family fantasy movie is based on the 1983 Roald Dahl book, and was written by Zemeckis, Guillermo del Toro, and Kenya Barris. Over in the streaming world... 
Netflix had a busy Friday afternoon, first renewing Cobra Kai for a fourth season. Season three is already completed, but uh, won't premiere until January 8th. By the way, Tanner Addison, who plays Robbie Keane in that show, has been cast in that She's All That remake over at Miramax. Next up is a second season order for Tiffany Haddish's stand-up showcase series, They Ready. That'll feature six comedians and will shoot shortly. And the third is the uh, real feel-good news you could use right now in 2020, giving an order for a Jeffrey Dahmer-based limited series from producers Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan, according to Deadline. Richard Jenkins is going to play Dahmer's father, but uh, that was the only talent announcement so far. Carl Franklin is on board to direct the first episode, and Janet Mock, who recently directed some of Hollywood over at Netflix, is also on board for further writing and directing duties here. That one's scheduled to begin shooting in January. And speaking of directors, Kat Corio is having a busy fall. She already signed on to direct the She-Hulk series at Disney Plus last month, and now she's also going to direct the Tina Fey-produced comedy Girls 5 Eva at Peacock, also according to Deadline. And also at NBCU, their Law & Order spinoff series starring Chris Maloney is being punted from their November schedule, as their showrunner Matt Olmsted is departing for creative reasons. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms where there's uh, not much going on. So we'll finish out with some executive moves at Freeform, UTA, and Blumhouse. Take a look at SNL in the weeks ahead, plus today's pop quiz. And let's go Zemeckis, who of course uh, joined the all-time A-list with Back to the Future in 1985. But he actually had a pretty big hit the year before that in 84. What was it? The answer, after a toast with our friends at the New York City Brewers Guild. So seven months into a pandemic and uh, it's getting a little chilly outside and finding fun new things to do at this point may be getting a little challenging. But the New York City Brewers Guild is doing a pretty fun thing this month that I wanted to uh, give you a heads up about. It's called Blocktoberfest. New York City now has about 40 breweries across the five boroughs and the guild has assembled various 12 packs of beers all brewed right here in New York City that can be shipped to 31 states. But regrets to my listeners in Portugal. But that list covers most of the good ones. California, New Jersey, New York, Texas, Colorado, or basically where most of the population lives. There are four 12-packs to choose from, each with a variety of styles, and these are beers that you can only pretty much get if you live here in New York City. All proceeds go to benefit the guild, so you're drinking for a good cause. And yes, this beer has alcohol in it. So go to nycbrewed.com, check out the packs they've assembled, and to note, two of them have to be bought by tomorrow, Tuesday, October 6th, but you have until October 13th for the other two. And the cans are all 16 ounces, so you can split beers with your significant other and do some fun tastings at home. Or just drink them by yourself. It really doesn't matter. That website again is nycbrewed.com. And that link is, of course, in the episode notes. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Robert Zemeckis' hit at the 1984 box office was the Michael Douglas-Kathleen Turner classic, Romancing the Stone. Although that was actually Robert's second feature directing credit. His first was the uh, less memorable 1980 release, Used Cars, starring Kurt Russell. But Romancing the Stone certainly turned things around, taking in $76 million, not adjusted for inflation. Now over to, well, two more things. SNL announced their next two weeks worth of hosts. Bill Burr is doing the honors this week with country artist Morgan Wallen. And Issa Rae will host next Saturday with the Beebs returning once again with his dulcet octaves. By the way, SNL had their biggest opening episode ratings since 2016 with Chris Rock on Saturday. 
And in the executive suite, Lauren Correo has left as EVP of programming at Freeform after a year and a half, according to The Hollywood Reporter. She previously led programming at Comedy Central for eight years. Marcy Weisman has left as co-head of TV at Blumhouse. Fellow co-president Jeremy Gold will become president and drop the co. It's cleaner. And UTA promoted 35 people to agents or executives on Friday. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to read them off. But the link to the list is in the episode notes for any of you with assistant friends at UTA. In today's programming notes, NBC has a town hall with Joe Biden, hosted by Lester Holt at 8 p.m., where hopefully they find enough things to talk about to fill out an hour. And CBS is going to have football in prime time tonight. They have the COVID-postponed Patriots versus Chiefs game tonight at 7 p.m., which I gotta think is the first Monday night football game on CBS uh, ever. Regular Monday night football will also kick off on ESPN at 8.50. And if you're newish to the podcast, uh, my only ask, well, today, is uh, to please rate it on Apple Podcasts if you listen there and leave a brief review. Always good to hear what you guys think in a public forum. And get in touch with me, Sean McNulty, anytime via the methods in the episode notes. And we'll go out today with some Dazed and Confused. I mean, how often can you go out on some fog hat? But the Dazed and Confused cast is the latest to reunite. They're getting together this Sunday night for a script reading with uh, most of the cast, from McConaughey to Parker Posey to Ben Affleck. That one benefits the Vote for Science initiative in Texas. And don't worry, I'll remind you on Friday. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow.